Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Six Feet Under. We have a very, very special Mouse Guard episode for you today. Uh, what's so special about it? Well, let me tell you. My name's Grant. I will be your guard's mouse, and we have a full house. That's right. Everybody's here today, including my shaky, shaky dog. <laughs> Hi, Moki. I thought Hi, she was Moki. applauding. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we have uh, Arden as Sable, oh, and we oh. have Devi's Vacuum as Zeke, and hey. we have Drackle Hi. as Tander, and we have Eliza playing Lily, and Hi. we have Gnome, who's just kind of here. Uh, and- I am the ghost of Mars! <laughs> <laughs> and we have Fourweather playing as Zold, Hello. and Riley as Francisca. Okay, take a breath, Grant. Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, this is the winter session. Winter is uh, uh, a very special time in the territories, and it's a very special uh, season. And it's a very special season in uh, uh, the Mouse Guard game. There's a, a ver- winter session where we don't go out on, on uh, uh, missions or anything. We just sort of uh, reflect and grow, and uh, that's what this is. Uh, winter in the territories is a time to slow down. Most wildlife is hibernating or migrating. Travel and trade stop when the snow is thick. Everyone burrows into their settlements and, except in the case of great emergency, the guard assembles in Lockhaven to prepare for the year ahead. Uh, the winter session is a, a special kind of game with its own rules and structure where we play out that time. So, uh, everybody's made it I can't say everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but six of you have made it back home. Why are you laughing? That was the saddest thing to happen. I know. It's just... It's... Look, I'm coping. <laughs> I was going to say, is this like trauma laughter? Like, because I feel I'm it. coping. <laughs> have we ever had like an overt fatality in like one of these games before? I feel like this might be the first time. Like, it's hard to... End of 13th Age... Oh, uh, Nav died. That yeah. is true, but that was right. That was at the very end, so it's a bit different. Yeah, yeah. I added the halfway point. Yeah. Great job, gnome. Good I'm luck. Good well done. Thank you for being the harbinger of the dark middle chapter. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important narrative role. In in fact, we pick up very very shortly after that news broke. So uh, right at practically the the last scene of uh what was that weasel six so two episodes ago in in uh upload order we, we first catch up with genry the uh the quartermaster of Lockhaven, uh who's going through marx's personal effects uh and sorting through you know what is to be redistributed into the stores and what's just gonna be cleared out and, and what maybe should find a home and he seeks out Lily uh Lily where, where does he find you practicing I'm practicing using a shield uh all right so he he walks in he he knocks and, and waits to be acknowledged I'm I'm like outside practicing oh okay <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> sorry this like Yahoo open RP isn't working right um no yeah so so Lily I would say specifically Lily is kind of like outside like training you know what i mean like like mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. she she's t- she's kind of been doing this a lot i think since getting home that's kind of immediately what she because she was she's never sore anymore and that's kind of what she was used to and she she wants to be proficient here so she's outside she's probably been out here for a while he he knocks on like uh one of the stone walls but like the sound isn't going to carry the same outside no, so uh, and honestly instead... she's probably too focused to yeah yeah he sort of does a, a <clears throat> and then calls out, Lily, hey, Lily. Oh, uh, she, you know, stops and turns around. She's like, uh, yeah, what's up? Hello. I, uh, you know, I've been, well, you know what I've been doing. Uh, but I found, uh, the closest thing Mark's left to a will. Said, uh, says here, may my shield protect another, whoever should need it, and may the guard always fight for the prosperity of all mice equally. And, uh, well, the way I read this, you get to keep that, and nobody can say a dang thing about it. Aww. Thank you. Um, she, she kinda, you know, tears up a little bit. Um, she, she's had time to kind of stay pretty composed about this kind of thing. She, she's pretty f- 
I think any if anything, Marx's death has kind of like made her more focused in some of her goals. Um mm-hmm. and stuff. So so it's kind of like she's kind of in that that method of coping, you know, where she's she's very clearly like delighted by this. Um, because as it was apparent, she's already been practicing how to use it, so yeah, it's either yeah. that or she ends up having to get a, you know a new sword to replace the other one. But so uh, with that, let's get to the first bit of business: age and rest. Uh, the first thing that happens in the winter session: every mouse has their birthday during the winter, so to speak, uh, because in mouse culture, your age is the number of winters you've lived through. So everybody, put that up one mark. What if you were born a day before winter started? <laughs> or what if you were born like in the last? Then you're the days youngest one-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> what is everyone's age just out of interest? I kind of lost track of it at some point or forgot about it. I'll go. We can go down a line. I'm Sable is now 33. Zeke is now 23. Tander is now 15. Tander's a baby. <laughs> oh right, you don't have one though. Um, no, I don't. Marks would have been 25. <laughs> I'm sorry, I waited for like applicable. 10 seconds. No, uh, sorry. Sorry, it's Emily. only the number of winners you've lived through. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, this episode is for living mice only. <laughs> I hope the folks at home aren't like jumping directly uh, into this episode. You know, like give them some, yeah. give it a rest, like it's been for us. They, they've had at least fourteen days in oh. between. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's uh, plenty of time. How old is Lily? Lily is fifteen. Uh, as old as now, twenty-seven. Francisca's thirty-two now. Am I the old? Oh god! <laughs> By one the year, ages. the ages actually line up with their ranks pretty well. That's they kind of worked out. I am so glad that we're recording this two weeks after my birthday, so Francisca's still four years older than me. <laughs> uh, Alright, and rest and recovery. Uh, guard get leave when they return to Lockhaven. Uh, people of the city bring them gifts. Uh, and they get their wages. There's a whole lot of eating, drinking, and sleeping. If your nature is taxed, you may restore it to its current maximum. And then also heal all your conditions. That's the other part of rest. If you're health, if you're hungry, angry, tired, sad, move all that. depressed, mournful, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit traumatized. You'll get over it by spring. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's how it goes. Okay. Oh, I think this is the first time since like the first day of summer that Francisca's not angry. Wow. <laughs> God, God spent two poor seasons lady. angry. Has um has Tander recovered from his stabbing wound? Yes. Yeah, oh, I healed you, didn't I? Right. I think I did that. But even if she hadn't, you would heal at this point now. Now it's time for the next thing I had prepared. All who are able, just a few nights later, gather on this wide balcony over the snow. They're they're in a lo- you're all in a loose circle around an unlit fire in the center. Uh, the guard captains arrive one with a censer of incense four with torches and genry is carrying marx's body with uh, uh on a beer with ren marx's former mentor uh zeke and uh some other paul bear who is a, an unnamed mouse i suppose <laughs> i actually I thought tanner was gonna be a paul bear oh okay with tanner there you go i had volunteered earlier the, the four of you lay marks down on the pyre while uh, the, the guard captain with the, the censor uh, is an elderly mouse na- who introduces herself as Granny, though that is not her given name. No, nobody names a baby Granny, but uh, they'd, they'd be very strange. Uh, she is in charge of the uh, bees. She's the head apiarist. Uh, for the guard here in Lockhaven. The other uh, uh, guard captains offer their torches to anyone who volunteers to help light the flame. I know that includes Francisca. That's correct. Uh, After all this is prepared, Gwendolyn begins with the uh, traditional eulogy for a fallen guard's mouse. Uh, She she raises her voice and and looks at everyone in turn uh, as she speaks out into the night. In this pyre, we return one of our own to the soil, the same soil that fed the plants that nourished the mother who bore him and the father who sired him. Rising flame carry his body to the edges of our borders that it may nourish the soil for the parents of our future sons and daughters. That who was Marx, his heroism, his selfishness, 
That's wrong. That's a, I was like, damn. <laughs> his heroism, like his selflessness, is bound to his soul, which surely already has started his journey past the peninsula of the Ashen Trees to Seyam, where he will join the guardians of the us who have fallen before him. Our songs carried on the rising smoke and ash will herald his coming. At this point, you notice that uh, music does seem to come out of nowhere. For the curious, there is a chamber beneath here, and, and some of the citizens of Lockhaven uh, are playing that music. But it, it, you can't see it. it, it it's got an effect. Uh, and she continues on with a few words she prepared for this night, uh, for this person specifically. Uh, Marx was dedicated to helping others. He could not stop himself from pitching in, no matter the cost to himself. He came to us in questionable circumstances from a settlement that had a strained relationship with us then, and even more strained now. Some told me it was a mistake to take him in. Now, as his uh, spirit passes beyond, I know he wouldn't have belonged anywhere else. Uh, and this is the point where uh, anyone who's would like to say something during this ceremony is welcome to do so. Uh, Francis is going to step forward and say, Morse was an influence for all of us. He's an influence for Sander here. She says as she kind of glances at him and nods. He certainly taught me as well to make sure to embody selflessness to let go of pride in order to do what is best for the territories. And then she steps back. Ander is going to step forward. I'm not one for speeches. And then he steps back. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know Mark's long, and he didn't said a lot of things that didn't make a lot of sense to me. But I knew, but as I got to know him, I learned that he did everything he did for the guard and the good of the territory. And I'm sure that whatever happened, he did it because he thought it was best for everybody here. And I am very thankful to have known him, even if it was only for a short time. That's, that's the end of it. You gotta say he steps back, because otherwise he's just standing there. You're just standing there mourning. Okay. Tander steps Tander back. gives everyone a moment of silence. Yeah, I mean, that's I was taking that in, you know? That's yeah. how it is. Lily steps forward, and uh, she kind of takes a moment, and, and she, uh, you know, she's, she's holding his shield, tightening her, her grip on it for a moment, and, and she says, um, I also did not know Marks for terribly long, but still, I've, I've felt the impact he's had on me just in the short time that I did know him. I, I, I feel like I have a lot of regrets about the way some things went. Mostly I, I, I feel foolish for ever being um, mistrustful of him at first when I met him um, because he, he proved he was the exact opposite kind of person that I, I thought he could have been from, from the time we met, but he he has inspired me and I, I like won't soon forget the sacrifice and, and all that he had done she <clears throat> kind of clears her throat and sits back down S Sable looks completely dead inside and is not oh. uh, stepping up to say anything. <laughs> no. I didn't know him, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did Zolt step guy. up just to say that? <laughs> no, Zolt did not say that. I was just signaled with her expression. Yeah. Lily Lily hears Izzold mutter, mutter under her breath Well, I didn't know him, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this dude, am I right? <laughs> I is this old? But this old is here, like at the funeral. So uh, I mean, I suppose so. She's probably like in the corner, looking awkward because she doesn't know him or anything that's really anything about him. Yeah, so she's I think kinda... all of the guard comes to funerals usually, and there's, I mean, if there are multiple, they would all be like in a row here. It's like, 
This guy does not sound like Zeke at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ze- Zeke was the, the pallbearer because uh, he met um, Marx's parents, and uh, and mm. I think in general Zeke is well. I think when Zeke and Tander were carrying the the casket, uh, they uh, like Zeke was like showing Tander what to do. Zeke is very well versed in funerals and like knows all the stuff to do and uh, knows uh, obviously a lot about grief and so he's not going to make a big speech but I do want to are, uh, are Mar- Marx's parents here? They are not, no. The only non-guard mouse here is uh, Tufton uh, Marx's good friend from Wildseed. No, I don't think Zeke ever met. Uh, I think that, that if there was family around then Zeke would want to like reach out to them privately but uh but I think, first of all, he sees, like, he immediately wants to go, especially to go see Lily, um, and sees her with the shield and has just sort of been at a distance since then because something has something has changed. Something has changed about Lily and Sable, and he's not really sure if he can go talk to them or comfort them, but he's definitely, like, definitely had that moment with Tander, I think, uh, during that of just, like, this is what it's gonna be, and I know it's gonna feel weird, but you just have to, you know, get ready for that weird feeling. Zeke is such a good boy, I love him. Yeah. I think if any if any character wants to talk to another character about death, uh, come talk to your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Absol- I mean, Lily, like, would absolutely welcome that conversation, frankly. Remember, like, the conversations that we had, like, during, like, when things got, like, serious between our patrol a while, you know, a while ago? And, and stuff, and, and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Lily, she definitely had, like, she had stuff to say about how, like, she's been through some shit, too, and she can't really, like, understand, you know, what it's like in that way, but, I mean, I think in a a way now she has, like, a kind of different perspective on, or, like, would have a different perspective on, like, thing, like, death especially, like, death, like loved one or comrade or, or anything like that um cause she like didn't really know any of the people important to her that died like she didn't know her parents really you know what I mean so it's like death specifically of like I don't know anyway what, what I mean is that like her, her her perspective has definitely shifted some yeah. I think it's and they can have an interesting time. conversation yeah it is she can kind of like empathize with uh with Zeke more in that way as well so as uh, the night goes on, there are just a few more speeches, one from Ren. Those of you who know Ren know that this is the first time he's ever spoken positively about uh, Marx, and it seems very difficult for him to do so. Uh, and yes, Tufton from, from Wildseed is here, and she shares a message both personally and on behalf of that entire settlement. Uh, and as the night goes on and you just listen to that uh, music around you, uh, at some point the, the, the body on that fire doesn't look like a body anymore. It just looks like any other, the remains of any other bonfire. And now Marx is, in every sense, gone. So yeah, let, let's have those those scenes you were talking about afterwards. Uh, it, it is the, the funeral meal after. It is a, a much more joyous occasion. Uh, all the good stuff is coming out. And now is generally when, if, if you've been to funerals, this is when people are telling the fun stories. I think Sable's not going to be here for this. Like, I think she probably, like has a moment after the funeral itself is over where she like checks on Lily and makes makes sure that like she's like doing okay and then is like I'll see you at home I just I just don't I can't and then like heads out <sighs> so that's that <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I definitely want to find Lily then yeah yeah <laughs> I mean I guess in this case like I'm sure Lily's kind of you know mingling and talking to various people anyway, but she's definitely eating. She it loves could, to eat. <laughs> it could be that, like, Zeke Zeke sees, like, Sable and Lily, like, sees Sable, like, hug her and then and then head out and is like, yeah. oh, I probably, like, I don't, like, that sucks if Lily's alone. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to come over to Lily where she's eating, and uh, is this, have we interacted before this point, or what do you think? 
how long comparatively has like your patrol been back in town? You know what I mean? Like how much time has passed kind of since? We've I'm an idiot, and I was like, here. I was like, yeah, you guys have interacted before this. We went on the world together. <laughs> like, unless, unless we kind of caught up very briefly, you know, in like yeah. the time at like the end of fall, um, kind of before this, I, I feel like no, this is probably their first time really getting a chance to talk to each other. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the timeline is something like uh, we left for Weasel Patrol, and we were already underground before they even left for Moose Patrol, and they got back like two or three weeks before we did. Yeah, we were gone for like two months. Yeah, all of uh, Moose Patrol happened during the the one recording session of uh, Weasel Patrol, where where we were having the conflict and, and going out. Mm. Yeah, yeah talking about things days at a time, a weeks at a time. Yeah. So I've been waiting for you to get back. Yeah, and honestly, probably not even sure that we were, like, alive. Like, no confirmation that we were alive. Oh, yeah, yeah he was a nervous wreck, for sure. Oh, okay, okay, so yeah, we haven't spoken. So he's gonna come up, uh, probably, like, behind Lily while she's stuffing her face with what 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 food do we got there? God, ev- just everything, yeah, cheese. what? Cheese? Yeah, that too, yeah, for sure. Probably some, like, you know, some various, various of seed. Uh, she loves seeds, um, you know, just... Just a whole, just a lot of things, really. Do they do they have honey on them, or is that too soon? We have bees. Yeah, yeah, I think they do. So I think Zeke walks up behind uh, behind you and is like kind of like smiling to himself, seeing you just like go into town, and is just like looks good. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of she hears, but she's kind of like eating, and so she's like a couple seconds to register that she's being that she's being talked to, and not like. You know, someone next to her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that kind of thing where you hear a voice and she's like, "Yeah, hey, some no one's talking to me. Like, I'm eating. You know, I, I'm, <laughs> over, I'm over here doing my thing." And then she she stops and she realizes, "Wait." She she turns around and she still has kind of a mouthful, but she sees she sees Zeke and uh, she smiles and uh, tries to you know choke down the mouthful of food that she has so that she can be like Zeke. Just she she just yells excitedly. Do, do they hug? I think I think Zeke wants to give you a they hug. They absolutely hug. She gets okay. up and hugs him before yeah. he even has a choice, like a say in the and matter. I, and I and and I like hold on for like a little bit too long because I was so worried. I was so worried about you, mm. and I'm just like, I'm so glad you're okay. <laughs> I missed you. How 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 was your mission? How how have things been with you? Come join me. Come eat with me. Yeah, that's okay. I'm coming. Uh, <laughs> I. I our patrol was oh gosh it's it, we've been back for quite a while now we went up to Wolf Point um, we busted a drug ring kind of um, God the whole thing Whoa, started with a moose it was uh, a moose I'll tell you about it when you're older no wait <laughs> tell me about it now. Um, there was a moose. You're too young to know about moose. I did a lot this year, and I'm probably gonna get promoted, so like I'm pretty excited. You of know, of course, you absolutely, absolutely. I, you are definitely a, I think I'm ready a, a great candidate a for for promotion. Um, yes, let me tell you about the moose, and I think I think we we kind of like work our way through. Like I talk about the moose, and it was how it was so unfathomably large, and. Um, what it was like, it shook, you know, how it shook the ground when it walked and all that stuff, and all of our plans that we made to drive the moose oh. away. <laughs> I tell, and then I also make sure I definitely tell Lily the story about how Isolde insulted that rabbit. <laughs> it went away. <laughs> the rabbit went away. Oh, yeah. I didn't insult the rabbit. I tried. Yeah, to, like, you tried to bribe the rabbit. I say it's all trying to bribe the rabbit. Yeah, I feel like that is kind of insulting. To the <laughs> rabbit. Yeah, the table comes in to comment on whether or not that was insulting. I mean, <laughs> I offered a completely, I offered a totally respectable bribe. Is old here now fine. at the table? She it overheard was, us talking. Oh, it emerges from the shadows. <laughs> to correct us. <laughs> it was a perfectly respectable bribe. <laughs> well, Lily's like hanging on every word of this because she thinks it's so cool that you saw a moose. You know what I mean? Like, she—I mean—that's the kind of thing that she she just loves. She said she was gonna fight a wolf like 
her first day. Oh, you that's right. I mean? The wolf skull. We went and we found a. We met a mouse who told the future and lived inside the skull of an ancient wolf, and uh, that was very scary. Um, that's so cool. Francisca ate some fruit and got high for like three hours. And <laughs> passed out for a while. Thank you for that being her first introduction to Francisca. Well, I, I assume you know Francisca. Everyone knows who Francisca is. Like, she's a big deal. And so it's like such a big deal that like this, like, I mean, it's like that Gwendolyn, right? Like that she <laughs> did this thing by yeah. accident. It's like, mom did a bad thing. <laughs> Mom does a lot of bad things, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Lily, Lily kind of like laughs like a bit too really at that, and is like, "Oh yeah, it is. I I know that feeling." <laughs> uh, she's had a couple times, like t- moments now, where she's like, uh, "My mom, my mom did a thing." And then I guess yeah. Then Zeke will like talk about Francisca and Tander and be like, "And Francisca, she, I was, uh, she's, I thought she would be so intimidating, and she, she still kind of is, but, uh, but she's also very, um, uh, she's always like uh, running into things, and she's such a, a leader, and she um, had this oh, big I thought scary you meant, like, She was clumsily running, like bumping into <laughs> things. <laughs> And Zeke, Zeke, like, talks up Francisca as this, like, brash, but ultimately, like, really respect, like, obviously a leader that we all respect, but is also, like, very harsh. And then, uh, I talk about Tander, uh, another tender paw, and, uh, probably a lot of the cool moves that Tander did when we were fighting on the boat. To kind of, I feel like when Zeke Zeke actually talks about other people that he likes, he kind of like just like you know he's just focusing on the the really impressive parts, like he's giving you their resume basically. <laughs> yeah, like like you're really talking them all up. Like I'm not seeing any flaws in these people. Like you you've just made them sound so great. And now then it cuts over to Francisca and Tander, and like Francisca's got like an entire cheese wheel stuffed in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, she looks over, and that's like what y'all are doing. Lily's, Lily's like, geez, do you talk about me like this to other people? Francisca still has the newspaper that she's looking through at this conversation. I don't remember if Zeke talked about Lily to anyone else, but he 100% would talk about Lily like this. Uh, He brought her up during that, uh, right after we got the moose down, I think. Oh, that's right. Francisca thinks that Lily was spliced with a spider because she misheard it as pet spider. Wait, what? During that session, I misheard Lily has a pet spider as is part spider. Oh, is part spider. spider. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, well, no, not quite. <laughs> not, oh, not quite. Wouldn't that be so cool? <laughs> oh my god, Zeke, what if I was part spider? Are you, are, are Francisca and Tander here now? Telling, t- talking to us? Yes, Telling absolutely. us that? Okay. It's a party. Everyone's everywhere. Yeah. No, I think this is a yeah a very necessary part of the whole process where everybody's yeah. like mm-hmm. laughing and um, yeah not talking about what happened. Uh, talking well, about our patrol. Maybe I, not everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. I just mean some people are party poopers. <laughs> <laughs> some people just have to go ruin the whole thing. <laughs> some people are just too burnt out to be here. <laughs> So I think yeah. So so Francisca and Tander are are also over here now, and um, everyone starts telling stories. Uh, I'm sorry. I just assume that as soon as you're done with that glowing description, it, the camera would cut, and we're right there looking uh, dumpy. Yeah, you looking. I like Tander with a whole wheel of cheese in his mouth, so that his head is like shaped like the wheel of cheese, like a cartoon. <laughs> Perfect. I think uh, Tander will introduce himself to Lily. He's like. Paul <laughs> Are you Lily? And he's like, how to extends a hand to shake, and his hand is covered in cheese. Also, <laughs> great. Uh, Lily kind of recoils <laughs> and then laughs and uh, just waves and says, "Hi, uh, nice to meet you. I'm Lily." Hi. Oh, Lily, you're the uh, defense attorney I heard about, right? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, I uh, really an expert in in that field. Uh, you can count on me to, yeah, yep. Francisca said you were half spider. Uh, no, I have a spider, and uh, <laughs> actually, I um, I adopted him from uh, from Marx's parents. They 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 let me keep him because we we I think this one's out of character. If I remember correctly, wasn't he? Was he one of the injured ones? He was like sick. 
and she kind of yeah, yeah, she she uh she had a bum leg, and you helped yeah, uh, she, her, yeah, yeah, fix right. her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so uh, you know, I I helped take care of her, and and her, her name is Stencil, and she's really sweet, and we we've kind of gotten along together a lot, and it's actually really been kind of nice lately to have her around because even though um even though you know I didn't get her from Mark specifically, she makes me think think of Mark sometimes, and you know she's. She's got that same, you know, she likes to help people, too. My my sweet spider stencil. Oh, hello to you, too, stencil. Cool. Uh, assuming that she's here. Uh, she probably she's has to somewhere. be home. Yeah, I don't think you bring pets to funerals, usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not usually. Unfortunately. St- stencil could be here at the, the meal table, but I think that might have been Sable's excuse. I have to go home and watch Stencil. I have to watch the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think I think Stencil is probably chilling, chilling at home. You know, keeping me company. That's cool. I don't have any pets. I was never allowed to have any. My mom said I had enough trouble on my own. <laughs> Checks out. Brutal. <laughs> Thanks, Zeke. <laughs> and so now there is an awkward silence as everyone realizes we're talking about marks. Now the subject has changed. Mm-hmm. So you, so Lily, you got his shield. Oh uh, yeah, um, it was one of the last. Uh, it was one of the only things we we really um, recovered um, when we were leaving or escaping, and uh, yeah, I, I immediately oh. started, you know, practicing with him oh. and stuff. He uh, did, so did you hear um, in in his in his. Will he he had said specifically about his shield that he you know may may the shield kind of be passed on to protect somebody new, and such. So yeah, it, it kind of ended up with me. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad that he got to pass something down to you. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a shield person myself, so it wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to use it. But I think it looks good on you. Oh, well, thank you. Lily kind of pauses for a moment, thinking like, "Did did he did he want this?" Or like, <laughs> like thinking to herself, like, "Okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty happy about it too." But she's not like she doesn't really know Tanner, so she's like not sure if he means it genuinely or if he's just kind of being like, "Oh, well, it looks great on you. I, I you know, I wouldn't have been good on it with it anyway. So whatever, you know what I mean." <laughs> well, I'm she's... a sword. Per- I'm a sword. I'm a sword guy. I oh like, yeah, I love swords um, too. I, I had a really nice. Sword. I had a really nice sword. <laughs> But I actually sold, sold it. Sorry, continue. Yeah. I want to hear. I was thinking of getting two because I, I I've been using <laughs> one, but like, yeah. Well, if you have two swords, you kill things twice as fast. That's what I've heard. That's what Tales of Symphonia taught me. <laughs> Thank you. That's not quite how it works. <laughs> I wasn't oh, sure how so deep good. of a cut that would be for for people in this room here. Anyway, yes, that's what I've heard. Uh, I believe uh, the ancient the the he's pretty old hero guards mouse uh, Lloyd. He, mm-hmm. yeah, he, that's what he always used to say, you know. Cannon. Yeah. So, did Marx always use a shield? As far as I remember. Yeah, it's all he brought for our missions when he and I were together. What did his fighting style look like with the shield? What What did he when you were in combat together? What was it like? Well, one time we built a crab and we a crab robot and we drove that around for a while. And I think he was controlling it with the shield. Francis just looks deep into her drink. Ah, oh, not this story again. <laughs> <laughs> a crab robot? I'm sure, like you, t- I'm sure you like told me this story already. But now I'm asking, like you, you told Zeke this story already while we were traveling. But I'm asking it again. Yeah, we well we used it to try and fight a crab, but then Francisco just kind of killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Sam it. Sam is an expert storyteller. <laughs> Good story. Out of character, like, do we know how? Like, do we know stuff about how Marks died? Like, what's what's the what are we told? You know the way he was found, uh, and like, there's no reason that would be kept secret. So yeah, I don't think that anyone else except for Lily knows that. Like, it's it's kind of Sable's fault. Um, Well, and she doesn't consider that no one. No, I don't. No one one else else either. But yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think anyone else considers it Sable's fault but Sable. But yeah, it, but Lily also is... kind of has a hunch that Sable kind of feels re- like she she can kind of pick up on that. You know what I mean? So yeah, she she's aware, but she's like, no, like it's not your fault. It's just that was the mission. Like that's what we did. It was a dangerous mission. We knew from the start it was a dangerous mission. You know what I mean? But, but uh, to, to answer the immediate question, everybody knows that 
Marks and his patrol, which is to say Sable and Lully, were living undercover in a, a Dark Heather for a period of time. They were thought lost, but were found. But when Marks was found, he uh, had a, a Tunnel Lord's administrative journal clutched in his dead paws, and he was dressed in uh, Tunnel Lord finery. Right. Oh yeah, I forgot that detail. Yeah, and and we and don't really know staff. much else about like what happened in terms of like yeah. just knowledge that we have. Right. It's all kind of just a mess. Because that was some time after the two of you and and mm-hmm. Marin made it out. Yes. Yeah. So like as far as we know, like the two of us is that like he, you know, didn't make it out of there. He got taken prisoner. Probably. I mean, we don't even know about like Brand. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot that's just kind of a, a complete mystery. Um, so usually, uh, this would be a type of question that people would ask at a funeral. Um, so are Francisca or Tander the type of people who would ask that question and start that conversation? Oh, you mean how did he die? Yeah, so, the more yeah. the more of the details. I mean, she's going to ask, but not here. That makes not at the party. Mm, yeah, I, it should probably be here. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, Isolde has no tact. Isolde will ask. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Well, I was going like, to say, like, literally, uh, I've been to, like, y'all <laughs> for thinking that this is, like, a rude thing to do, honestly. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> so, yeah, I know, it's I'm super like, fucking rude. So, um, Isolde says, interjecting, so how, how did he die? What happened? Um. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have asked well, that, but it's, I mean, rather, did he... Well, I'm rather. It. We don't. We don't know the specifics. Um, it. He. Uh, God. So the the he didn't make it out of the dark heather with us, and the the, the weasels took oh. him prisoner, and we wanted to go back, and like there was nothing that we could do. In like immediately, and we we were immediately gonna you know when we could like stage like a, a whole rescue thing, but his body was uncovered before even we made it home. I think and, uh, it oh. we don't know the specific causes aside from that he I guess tried to escape. There was no visible cause of death, like no wounds oh, he was on stabbed. the body. I was, yeah, oh. stabbed. Oh, I see. I misunderstood. Oh yeah, he's also oh. missing a hand and a foot, wasn't he? Jesus, was he? Also that. A hand and yes. A foot. yes. There, there are three major wounds. A hand is chopped off and was bandaged. A leg was chopped off, replaced with a stump, and he also had a like big slash down his front. So yeah, no, yeah. it was pretty uh, bad. Shockingly durable. Maybe we don't hear this from Lily directly, but we hear it from someone else, like Genry. The grapevine. Even if Lily had that knowledge, she would not be describing it in that way yeah. right now. She would just be we like we don't really know the the specifics around what happened, mm-hmm. um, the events that led up to like the the events that immediately led up to uh, you know his passing. We we don't know. He was you know, and then there's pretty much that awkward pause that happens after someone asks <laughs> yep. that question at yep. a funeral. <laughs> Well, I see. Isolde says, "Thank you for, for thank you for the explanation." Yeah, of, of not course. perceiving the awkwardness. <laughs> yeah, it's good. To, it's good to see you again. By the way, Isolde, how how have you been? Oh yes, um, it's very good to see you. Uh, we fought a moose, but they didn't. They rejected my plan, even though it was very good. <laughs> I, so sure. I was, <laughs> no, your your plans are your plans are usually quite. I'm very good. sorry that things went badly for you. I mean, I'm not that you I, didn't accomplish uh, your mission, but rather that things didn't. You, you, Sorry that dude died. (laughs) We are all pretty distraught about Marks. Thank you. Going into thank you. Going into Dark Heaven is very, very, very brave. It's a very um, (laughs) rather. uh, It's an incredibly dangerous sort of mission. So I think that's a very. uh, It's it's very remarkable that you went there at such a young age, (laughs) and you know, and survived. So (sighs) well done. (laughs) You know, like Marks didn't. (laughs) <laughs> Lily is now. She's really trying not to roll her eyes here. She's like, "Yes, thank, uh, thank you." Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> nice seeing you uh, again, as old. I think I want to have a private moment with Lily as well. Um, yeah, so maybe this is the great. good time to segue into that. Yeah. All right. 
I think we're gonna we're gonna like go for a walk outside. Yeah, that'd be that's where it's, that it's nighttime nice right now. But it's pretty bright because the moon is out. But it's nighttime, mm-hmm. and uh, Zeke is just gonna be. We're gonna walk for, in quiet for a while until we're kind of far, you know, yeah. enough away that like the noise is kind of kind of quiet and yeah. And Zeke's Making gonna be like small talk and like kind of giggling, but not really talking too much. Just kind of like. Tiny, you know what I mean? Like, as we're walking away, just kind of making small observation things as we go. Like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, man is old, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or that like, kind of thing. Or like, oh, they, they remembered to, to cover the the garden this year before the snow, first snowfall. Stuff like that. Um, not like last year. So, Lily, how how are you doing? Is is there anything that you want to that you want to talk about? That you want to Ask me about, uh, about what happened. How do I put this? Do you want to talk about where Marx is now? I haven't been talking about it, like, at all, and I feel like I don't need to, but I probably do. I, I've just, I don't know. I, like, it's weird to just think about the fact that he's just gone, like... That I didn't even get to, like, really say goodbye, like... Lily, I gotta tell you, it will never stop being weird that he's not here. It will always feel like that, and for the rest of all of our lives, it will feel like that, but especially for the rest of your life, especially because you have that shield, and I just want you to know that there is no right way to feel now or in a year or in 20 years and whatever you want to talk about and whatever you feel like you need to do that's the right thing to do (laughs) she she definitely oh god I feel like crying and a hug is happening right now um Lily just, she maintained eye contact, you know, like, they're just kind of looking at each other while they talk. She just, like, was looking in his eyes, and that, she hasn't cried, actually, um, since that happened, and she's crying right now. She, you know, looks in Zeke's eyes, and she, she definitely kind of starts to break down, like, the cracks start to show, and, and she gives, she just, like, she gives him. A, she just wraps her arms around him and just gives him a big hug. Yeah, we just have a big hug. She just kind of cries against him for, you know, probably a couple minutes, even maybe just silently that, and and she, thank you. It actually really means a lot to hear that. I I have been kind of confused lately of just like I don't know if I don't know how I'm supposed to react it's like I hardly knew him sort of but then like suddenly he was like my dad but not really <laughs> and I I didn't I didn't even super like him it's weird I I didn't trust him he I kept thinking he was gonna get us all in trouble and I honestly should have afforded him more trust and I just like it was really stupid because like of course he wasn't like that and he wouldn't be part of the guard if that wasn't the case but like you know, like, you just, he was, he seemed so weird at first, and... It's okay. It's it's okay to feel all the things. We don't have to go back and pretend like someone was better than they were just because they're gone. We continue to live as a testament to the truth of that person, and that is a complicated truth for all of all of us mice and people who are alive, <laughs> and uh, and everyone who was alive. And we, uh, it's you don't have to you don't have to only say the good things. You don't have to uh, make up for mistakes that you made. You merely testify to them. To, to testify to your uh, regrets, uh, your memories, and the good times, and all of those things are what Marx was. And there's 
that it is fine. It is sufficient enough to to be that. It's it's enough just to have been there, just that he was there. It's enough. She nods her head, and gives Zeke another little squeeze, and kind of like, kind of that's like her her closure breath. You know what I mean? Her her letting it out and and kind of regaining her composure a little bit. Zeke has a story for Lily too. This is the most Zeke ever talks because this is the only thing he knows how to talk about. Um, right. Because he has he's to. <laughs> but Zeke gets out his cool knife and he's like, "My <gasps> father was a, a jerk. He was uh, controlling, and and he had such a uh, an ego. He thought that he had the answer to everything. And all my brothers and sisters, we all would kind of." excuse him we would we would work around him we would talk to each other and sort of make up a story so that so that dad felt like he was really in control of what was going on at the farm <laughs> no matter how many times he was wrong no matter how many times mom corrected him he always thought that his way was the best way and i don't think now that he's gone that I have to pretend that he was heroic in his bad decision. At the same time, he's my father and I loved him so much. And I, as I get older, I do more things that he did. And uh, I catch myself sometimes and, and think, oh yeah, it's just like dad. And, um, and all of those complicated things are my testament to my father that I carry with me uh, for the rest of my life. Is that really cool badass knife his? or? Yes. Yes, cool. <laughs> it was, I took it. Uh, I took it with me when I fled. Lily um, clutches uh, Marks' shield because that's kind of closer to you know why she, why she really asked even though also she does kind of think knives are cool so she was like hey is that like was that his because she wants to know about the knife but yeah she was very like she kind of clutches Marks' shield and she's like I I think I I think I understand and I really appreciate it to to her she's you know realizing like the shield is kind of like her testament to the life that Marks lived and like the time the shortish time that she spent with him and like the inspir like the effect that he's had on, on her and on, you know, others. Lily gives um she gives Zeke one more, you know, just like they they pause again, she gives she gives him just a big old hug and she says, I like I love you, Zeke. I'm I'm <laughs> it's really nice talking to you again. I'm really glad that like you know, you you seem to be doing so well also in spite of everything because of everything. I think you'll find that as we continue, we do not do anything in spite of or because of anything. It just is, and it becomes what we are. Zeke is so good! <laughs> okay, that's, that's, um, that was it. I just had to, Zeke like, will I was... literally never talk this much ever again. This yeah. was it. This was all of it. <laughs> like, it was so weird. Like, once there's, like, enough silence, he, like, realizes that he's, like, said Aww. all the stuff that he's thinking all the time, like, out loud. Yeah. And he just kind of goes back to being really introverted and not speaking. Does it does it take a little bit to sink in that Lily just also was just like I love you Zeke because that's like that was from the moment oh, yeah. that we 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 said we we're gonna have a conversation I was like I'm ending the scene with Lily saying I love you so I just I I had to get that in Zeke is too embarrassed to say that he Aww. loves Lily obviously he does I think Lily knows though you know what I mean like like she she can tell that he really cares because he yeah. wouldn't yeah. have reached out for this whole conversation we're so family we're fucking family. Okay, that's I'm satisfied. Episode title. <laughs> We're fucking family. <laughs> <laughs>
As the two of you have this conversation, as you're walking, uh, finding places to be alone, uh, you pass by a window, but the camera hangs there and stops and swoops through. It's Gwendolyn's office, and she is not alone. Uh, she slipped away because a, a matriarch's work is never done. However, uh, Sable is there to visit. Sure is. <laughs> Who is watching the spider? God damn it. <laughs> right. Hope like full of webs. I know. Full of webs. God damn it. Uh, Sa- Sable, yes. Um, are you here to talk about uh, your recommendation for Lily next year? Or are you? Uh, I am actually. Are you just looking to talk. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, we could. She she looks relieved. It's it's not an emotional thing. All right, I it's it's business. I could do business. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually wrote a, a letter that like uh, says says things better than I can. Um, and so she probably just hands this letter to Gwendolyn and doesn't like read it out loud. But I can read it out loud. Uh, yeah. For everyone else. Um, for the listeners' benefit, for please. The, yeah. <laughs> Tough shit if you're not in this scene right now <laughs> reading it. Uh, okay, so it's just Captain Gwendolyn, uh, it's with a heavy heart I must write. I am advising against Lily's promotion to Guard Mouse. <laughs> uh, over the past year, she has proven that she will be an excellent Guard Mouse one day, if not one of the best. She is routinely inventive in her problem solving. She's courageous to a degree few grown guards mice are, and her compassion towards all living things is nothing short of inspiring. However, I have also seen that she is prone to being reckless, short-sighted, and naive, and I think that she needs to be looked after for another year, lest she endanger herself or any other patrol members. This is not an easy decision for me to make, but I think the risks of promotion are just too great at this point in time. If anyone instilled these qualities in her, it was me, and so I ask for your forgiveness and for hers. So, that's <laughs> that's what that letter says. Brutal. How- <laughs> Fucking dare you <laughs> is what Lily would think in her head if she were here right now. Uh, but she's not. 